Welcome back to the Stories from the Woods podcast. In today's episode, we continue with Alex telling us the story of the Cave of Uncross. This is chapter 6, and it will conclude part 1 of the story. The story begins with the battle between Noah and his friends against Fraser the Krillis. That battle leads to an unexpected twist, which is why the story has been broken into two different parts. Alex is still working on part two, so we'll take a break from this story and get back to some of our other short stories. We may have a few other guests here as well. And part two of the Cave of Lencross story at some time in the future. We hope you have enjoyed the story as much as I have enjoyed Alex creating it. And I hope his creation has inspired you to create your own story. Chapter 6. The Battle Fraser pinned Noah to the ground, but Noah blasted Fraser with his dagger, hurting Fraser badly. Next, Fraser used a powerful pushing ability to throw everyone, not just Noah, to the side of the cave, cracking some bones and bodies, but not Noah's. Noah got up slowly after that, yet only to be pushed back down again by Fraser, now feeling weak. Fraser now built up a pulse of electric power and threw it into Noah, keeping Noah to the ground. Numbers don't matter against me, said Fraser, towering over Noah, with a ball of fire in his hands, deciding when to kill Noah. Any last words? Fraser asked, and the others couldn't do anything but watch after the impact. Yes, said Noah. Three, two, one. Boom! The fireball collapsed into Fraser, burning him to a crisp. Fraser had died. Noah was shocked when he saw what had just happened. He didn't know who or what had just killed Fraser. All he knew is it wasn't him. Then he looked right into the eyes of a dragon standing there looking at Noah. A dragon had just saved Noah's life. Noah's brain was hurting now from the impact of both blows. Then Noah blacked out. When Noah woke, he woke to a hot breath in his face from the dragon. Noah only remembered that a dragon had saved his life from Fraser the Krillis. And now, this dragon was right in his face. If he can kill Fraser, he can kill me too, thought Noah. But the dragon hadn't killed Noah yet, and seemed to be smelling Noah, checking to see if Noah was alright. The dragon sat right down in front of Noah and stared at him. Noah wasn't sure what to do, but he got up slowly and walked toward the dragon. Hello, said Noah, his voice shaking as he stepped toward the dragon. The dragon snorted and blew smoke from his nose. Oh my gosh, said Noah. I thought you were going to burn me to nothing like you did the Fraser, as he gestured towards the ashes of where Fraser once stood. Now, said Noah, what's your name? The dragon answered with another snort. Noah decided he should name it. I should name you Flare, said Noah, and the dragon rolled his head into the air and sent a giant flame into the cave walls, making the cave shake. Wow, I think you really like that name. Then Flare snorted and walked away toward the tunnel he had just came from. Hey, said Noah, where are you going? The dragon looked back and then pulled his head to where he was walking, as if motioning he wanted Noah to come with him. Noah started to walk down the tunnel. The team followed silently behind them. They walked for some time until they came to a dead end. Why did you bring us here? said Noah. Maybe you wanted to show us something, 
Taylor said. But there's nothing here, said Noah, showing them the dead end. If you have a key to opening a passage that Flair wants you to go to, then maybe you could use it now. Flair seemed to nod in agreement with Taylor. So Noah came to where Flair had his leg on the wall. Then Flair sent his leg fall, and a keyhole was there in its place. Next, Noah took out his magic dagger and placed it inside the keyhole and turned the dagger. Nothing happened. Noah took the dagger out and placed it back in his pocket. See? I don't have a key, only a dagger. What if the dagger is the key, though? Taylor said. It sure didn't seem to work, then, said Noah frustrated, looking at the dragon, pointing to Noah's pocket with his paw. Why does he still think it's a dagger? said Noah. Try it again, and see if this time it works, said Kinzo. So Noah put the dagger back in and turned the dagger again, but nothing happened. This is really frustrating, said Noah. Turn it the other way this time, said Taylor. Fine, said Noah, turning the dagger the other way this time. Once he turned it, the cave wall started crumbling down on top of Noah and Flair. Noah, run, said Kinzo, but it was too late. Noah and Flair had been crushed by the cave wall, revealing a whole new room. Wow, said Liliana. Wow, indeed, said Kinzo, taking in the sight. The room was filled with mysterious books and paintings, and was very, very wide and very tall as well. There was also a cauldron and an arch in the room. The arch was placed so that when you were to step through it, you would run into a wall. Why would someone put an arch leading into a wall? asked Kinzo. I'm not sure, but we need to help save Noah, said Liliana. And at that moment, the ruins of where Noah and Flair were burst upward into flames as Flair flew up out of the rubble along with Noah. Flair flew out of the new room and walked down the hallway to a room with one light. The room was connected to the other room with books and cauldrons. When Flair and the others got there, they opened a massive door and walked in. Always knock before entering, a voice boomed from inside. Didn't your parents ever teach you that? The voice yelled again as he approached them from the side hall. Who are you? Noah asked the man. I am Lane the Legend, Lane said proudly. I am known throughout all of these parts of Cave of Lancross. This is where Noah got a good look at Lane. He saw that Lane had bright green eyes and a curly mustache. Lane also had a cloak that covered his whole body with diamond shapes. His house had massive pillars and a second level on it. It looked very modern and comfy. So, Lane, Noah said, is the other extension we came through part of your house? Yes, said Lane, but do not go in there unless you have my permission. Okay, said Noah. Would you mind if we stay the night? Not at all, said Lane. Thanks, said Noah, as the team walked upstairs following Lane to their bedrooms. They each had a separate bedroom with fluffy white beds and polished oak dressers. Flair, however, had to sleep in the hall because he was so big. Flair didn't seem to mind, though, much. Lane also didn't seem astonished that Flair the dragon was with them. He seemed very calm about it. If you ever need me in the night, said Lane, I will be in the room you came from. Okay, they said, walking to their rooms except for Noah. 
who was curious to know why Lane didn't want them to go in the room that he was hiding from them. So Noah crept down the stairs and silently passed Flair, peeked into the crack of the doorway looking for Lane. He found Lane putting materials into a cauldron and quickly walked toward Lane. Then Noah dropped to the ground. Noah was in a black fur outfit Lane had graciously given Noah to sleep in for the night. Noah quickly darted around the corner with his dagger in his pocket still as he moved across the wall of the room. Now I just need to add a small amount of dragon eye and it should be finished, Lane said. Noah wondered what Lane was doing and wanted to find out. So Noah ran out of his hiding spot and said to Lane, What are you doing with this potion you're creating? And Lane whipped around to see Noah standing there. Well, look who's here, said Lane. I'm just making a potion to take care of you people who invaded my cave. Your cave? Noah questioned. That's what Fraser said to me. He was wrong, said Lane. I created him to dominate the cave. But then you came, and you had to ruin the whole thing, said Lane. Well, sorry to be a party pooper, but I was protecting the cave myself. You may have finished him off, but you won't finish me, said Lane, and threw the contents of the cauldron into the arch and created some sort of blue flame portal. You'll never be able to stop me, yelled Lane as he jumped into the portal, disappearing. No, said Noah as the portal was closing. You will not get away from me, Noah screamed as he jumped into the portal just as the portal closed up and Noah's friends came running in to see Noah jumping into the portal. This concludes Chapter 6, The Battle. It also concludes Part 1 of the Cave of Lencross story. If you enjoyed this story or any of our other stories on the podcast, please leave a review and share your experience for others to see. This podcast features the song A Dinner and a Rabbit by Mute Stare, available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License. We hope you enjoyed this episode from the Stories from the Woods podcast, and as always, continue to listen to our next episode.